On the Monday after the 4th of July, Pierce stepped around a large tree limb and stared down at the body of Oscar Carlson, which was lying beneath it. There had been a storm the night before that had brought heavy rain and high winds into the area. It caused a number of tree branches and roof shingles to break loose and go sailing along in the breeze. Pierce had to drive around three garbage cans that littered the roadway while on his way to the station that morning. The wind had also loosened a rain gutter on his home. Still, how likely was it that a man would be out in a storm and wind up in the exact right spot for a falling tree limb to kill him? It happens. Yes, accidents do happen. But so do murders. Pierce's partner, Jake Collins, walked over after taking the statement of the woman who had discovered Oscar Carlson's body. Carlson had been forty on the short side, and had a pleasant face. The man was dead, and still Pierce sensed that Carlson had been the friendly sort. He seldom got impressions like that from corpses, but when he did, they had always proven to be correct. Years ago, while still in uniform, Pierce came across a fatality in a car wreck. One look at the man's bearded face, and Pierce just knew that he wouldn't have liked the man. He later discovered that the dead man had been a wife-beater and a con artist who was wanted in California for bilking the elderly in some sort of insurance scam. Jake Collins read from his notebook, Mrs. Lana King there says that she was in her yard around 9 a.m. when her dog came across the DB and started barking. Collins pointed to his right. That's her house over there while only one other person was at home in the other nearby houses. Mrs. King lives with her husband, Connor King. Her little girl was with her when she discovered the body. Really? Did the kid see anything? Yeah, but she's only two. She asked her mother why the man was sleeping outside. Did Mrs. King recognize Carlson? Yeah. She said that he lives just on the other side of the woods to the north there and uses them as a shortcut to get to work in town. What sort of work? Mrs. King didn't know, but the other neighbor came over to look at the body before we arrived. That neighbor is a 19-year-old college kid home for the summer. He told me that Oscar Carlson owned a hobby shop in town. Detectives! Both Collins and Pierce craned their necks to look up at the crime scene tech who had called to them. Her name was Angela. She was a young African-American woman filled with energy who had been recently promoted to head the forensic department. Despite her new status, Angela was still a hands-on type. She had donned a safety harness and climbed a ladder to take pictures of the section of the tree where the limb broke free. "'What did you find up there, Angela?' Pierce asked. "'It's definitely a break and not a cut, but it looks days old to me. I also see marks on lower branches.' I think that tree limb broke off during that earlier storm we had last week and was just sitting loose atop some branches. Pierce examined the limb again, and yes, the leaves did appear to be a bit wilted. He then remembered the other storm Angela mentioned. That storm hadn't been nearly as windy as the one that occurred the night before, but it was likely when the branch first broke free. Thank you, Angela, and please take lots of pictures at different angles, Pierce said. I'm on it, Rick, Angela said. Jake lowered himself beside the body as if he were about to do a push-up. 
He then studied the wound to Oscar Carlson's skull with a critical eye. It's a nasty wound, but it looks consistent with the scene to me. I guess we'll see what the coroner says. Pierce looked over at the row of houses that bordered the woods he was in. The homes were all new and part of a development. Other than their color and the fact that some had attached garages, the houses all looked alike but were separated by tall rows of hedges that offered privacy. It occurred to Pierce that anyone standing at an upper rear window in one of the nearby homes would be able to see the spot where he was standing, although at night it would have been shrouded in darkness. Pierce pointed at the ground. There's a trail here, so maybe Carlson isn't the only one who uses it as a shortcut. Let's go talk to his neighbors when we're done here.